Hey guys, and welcome to the only podcast where the mics are always hot and the facts never matter. It's time for Open Mic. And Austin, a new kind of podcast. Hey guys. Hey guys. And welcome to episode 33 of a Strange Thing podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Austin. And we're coming to you live right from the Strange Zone. (laughs) That was horrible. Hey, hey for effort. <laughs> yep. Hey for effort. This is what Open Mike and Austin's all about. This is what we do. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. guys, you might notice that something's a little different about this episode. A little bit. And uh, it's all about trying to right some wrongs. Right some wrongs and just... Uh, Give some additional information. Yeah, and yeah. gloss over our stupidity and yeah. like correct our mistakes. Yeah. So Hindsight's if you, 2020. Please. This is true. This is very true. So if you've listened to us very long at all, you probably noticed that sometimes we screw up things and you know we we always talk about it later it's like man i wish i could redo that or whatever i I said i said loophole instead of wormhole or some (laughs) silly thing yeah or i'm gonna go down the rabbit hole instead of we're gonna follow Mm -hmm. a rabbit trail yeah you know i mean we do that stuff all the time and we always think oh i wish we could go back in time and fix it well you know what we can, and that's what this episode is about. Back to the future. Plus, we can also get more information on things that we want to talk about. Yeah, or clarify a point. That clarify in something. Our yeah. Semi inebriated state didn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Or we say things that were just flat out wrong. Bonkers. Yeah. Kind of like you said in the intro. It's like where the mic is always hot and the facts are. What did you say? The mic is always hot and the facts never matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, facts do matter to us, and that's kind of why we're doing this episode. And what are you doing? I'm taking a drink, and I'm trying not to get in front of the microphone so you can't hear me take a drink. You look like you're trying to dodge a punch because your head's slapping one way on one side of the microphone, and then it's going to the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something tells me you'd have got bit. (laughs) But anyway... I hate seeing, but anyway. But that's a free drink for somebody. Yep. Okay. Sip it. Yeah. So that's one thing we should talk about. We have a drinking game. And if you want to find out how to play that drinking game, you can go to our website. There's an infographic there that will help you understand when you can drink and when you can't. Infographic. Yeah. Or you can go to our A Strange Thing Facebook page. Sweet. Yeah. And then we have an A Strange Thing group. Where you can like throw out strange things that you encounter on the mm-hmm. webpage, and it, it's a lot of fun. A lot of chit chat going mm-hmm. on up and a lot of chit chat. So, what are some things you can drink if you hear when you play our game? If you hear somebody say nefarious, yes, nefarious, you get to take a drink. Why did you make the sound of a guy eating a hard pretzel? That was my drinking sound. Oh, okay. If you hear somebody say "but anyway," but anyway. Which, we you know, say a lot. we do say that a lot. So, which you, brings us to a good point, we should say. Okay. You don't have to play this game drinking alcohol. No. You could use milk. You could use water. You could use Mountain Dew. Whatever. Whatever drink you like. And if you are going to drink with alcohol, drink responsibly. Gotta be smart, Be kid. smart. Don't, don't drink and drive. Don't get roofied and, and have something bad happen to you. Yeah. Be wise. Be smart. Don't okay. put roofies in your drink. No. There's our disclaimer. 
Okay, perfect. Um, what's some other things that you can do? Dog barking in the background. Dog barking gets you to get a drink. Yeah. Nefarious, if you say nefarious. Yeah, I said that one first. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. And every once in a while, we'll do like, when we're editing, if we say a word a lot, yeah. like maybe Pantheon or... Oh, that would have been a good Riboflavin yeah. for some reason. Then we might mention that in the podcast mm-hmm. and that would be a Well, we've, we've kind of slacked off recently. I know. We're slackers. It's, we've been really busy in mm-hmm. life. Life's been busy. And I did a remodel. We had so much going on in our personal lives. Mm-hmm. And with COVID and everything else, it's just been really hard to get into the studio and record. You know, we try to go every week. We try to at least go every other week, but we missed like three weeks in a row. Well, we had some recording issues. We did. <clears throat> yeah, I deleted a file. He had nefarious plans. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, this is actually our second attempt at trying to do our open mic in Austin night. Mm-hmm. And I got to say... We kept the original intro that we did, because I think it's fun. The intro, we had somehow saved. Yes. And then we went back and started recording the the content, and we totally... Well, like we... we, totally messed up. Well, we had drank a little bit, and we were up really late. It was after midnight, and Mm -hmm. we were finishing things up, and I hit the save button, and it saved the multi-track, but... And then it closed, and then it was too late. Always read before you sign, people. That's right. So we lost a bunch of stuff, and we had to redo it. But that's okay. Yeah, because we're hanging out. We got to hang out and and do some more I've been hanging out with you a lot, though. You've been helping me put in my floors. Yeah, we've been working on your floors, so it's not like we haven't seen each other. Right. Kind of getting sick of you. No, I'm kind of tired of you. Anyway, let's keep going. Welcome to the Grumpy Podcast. (laughs) Okay. So like we explained, this episode is about explaining, clarifying, or fixing mistakes. That and just making fun of ourselves too if we did yeah. something really stupid yeah, we, or, yeah. you know, giving some backstory, that kind of thing. Yeah, we kind of said that it's kind of like being in the peanut gallery and our yeah. inspiration was kind of mystery science theater, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can picture our heads in front of our own screen. <laughs> Watching us do our podcast. Mm-hmm. Mystery oh. Science Theater 3000. I wouldn't want to wish watching us do our podcast on anybody. Well, why? Do neither of us have pants on? I mean, is it that weird? <laughs> We're not that close of a family. <laughs> Get off. Yeah, we have three feet of separation, people. This is true. <laughs> Gross. Let's dive in. Let's let's talk about something so we can kind of do an example of what we're doing on Open Mic in Austin. Okay. In episode 28, um, which was our first episode of the Strange God series, I was talking about humans, and I said this. You know, because what? We're t- saying these people are 4 billion years old or whatever they are. So in case you aren't a student of history or anthropology or the evolution of mankind, humans have not been around for 4 billion years. Because that's a long ass time. That is a long beep time. That is true. <laughs> so, so the question might arise, how long have humans been around in the eyes of science? Those that are enlightened with scientific minds. And according to evolution, we've only been around for around 200,000 years. Yeah. Now, our predecessors, you mm-hmm. know, like the original Monkey monkeys, yeah, they were like, you know, three million years ago. Whoa. Humans haven't really been around that long. I knew immediately when I said 
four billion years, a little alarm went off in my brain, and I knew it was a misspoken. It was like in Sandlot when he's like forever, exactly. but it was like four billion. Yeah, it just came out four billion before I could reel it back in. So I get to now correct that. Okay, humans in the eyes of science and evolution have only been around for two hundred thousand years. Now, if you are a young Earth kind of person, okay. then you know humans have only been around for six to seven thousand years. Mm-hmm. You pick what you want to believe, but four billion years was totally off base. I'm just saying. Yeah. I bl- I'm I'm one of those people <clears throat> that believe in four billion years. You're I'm, an, f- I'm a super old Earther. Oh oh oh. So yeah yeah so. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So was there anything that <laughs> happened, you know, when we were talking in any of those episodes uh, that you think, man, I wish I wouldn't have said that or... The thing that comes to mind for me is, I don't remember, was it episode 28? We talked about some North... Oh, uh, North... North? Oh, is that the one where you're talking about slight year? Slipe near. Whatever. Slipe yeah, near. The horse. Slipe near. And I said that uh, Loki... And the slipe, hammer mule deer. Mule deer. <laughs> mule deer and slipe muir. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I said that Loki slept with his mom and had the eight-legged horse names. Like, yeah, you said, here, I'll, I'll play it. You know, this and, sounds... And I know I, I mentioned last time that Loki uh, slept with his mom or stepmom and had the horse. Mm-hmm. And I must have been wrong because I, I did a little more research. You did research. a little more research? I'm sure Loki slept with his mom at some point. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Loki slept with anything that would let him, right? Apparently. Obviously. Yeah, and then uh, I did a little more research later, just kind of going to over see if he some, really some had crazy stories. Mom. <laughs> and, yeah. and it wasn't a story about him sleeping with his mom. It was about him turning into a horse and then sleeping with another horse. And getting pregnant. Yeah, which is... <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Never switch these microphones around. <laughs> I do never... I never want to use that <laughs> microphone. Oh, he's licking it. No, I'm not. But that was gross. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was like <laughs> stuff on. Gross. <laughs> Wipe it with my shirt. Ew. Now I gotta see his belly and <laughs> this is a disaster. Okay. All right. like Mule deer. Mule deer. What we I talking? forgot what I was talking about. You were talking about, you were looking up why Loki had become a horse and then slept with another horse and got pregnant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. I talked about how Loki had turned into a horse. Uh, a female horse to distract a male horse that was helping a guy build a build wall. A wall. Yeah, yeah, and then Loki gets pregnant by the horse and has an eight-legged horse and gives it to his dad. As a present. So, I, and then later I said, well, he probably did sleep with his mom. So I googled, you know, like, did Loki sleep with his mom or have sex with his mom? You go- and something popped up like, hot, horny, Loki mom sex. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, nope. You really got to be careful what you so, Google. So, odds are, he did sleep with his mom. No. <laughs> oh, and yeah. second, odds are, if you Google, did Loki sleep with his mom, you're going to end up with something weird from a guy named, like, Chad Hardwood underscore 69 at oh, no. hotmail.com or something. <laughs> so, the moral of this story is, don't Google that. And don't yeah. turn into a horse. Yeah, don't. And sleep with other horses. Yeah, especially if you're a dude. Well, if you're a dude, if God. If you're a dude. And if you, I mean, uh, just don't sleep with yeah. animals. <laughs> People. Just, so, one thing that was really weird about the entire series 
about strange gods is that everybody slept with everybody. Yep. It was kind of like a giant god soap opera. Soap opera. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about that a little bit. And it's really true. And, you know, just when you think you want to find some kind of really good character that, you know, that maybe was the epitome of honesty and integrity and chivalry and, you know, somebody who you could really look up to and follow as your god. But, yeah. Chris Evans, but Captain they, America. <laughs> but they kind of all sucked. They did suck. Yeah. Even Loki. Pantheons. I mean, Loki had some good moments, right? Mm, he gave his dad a horse. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's something. <laughs> okay. I never so, gave you a horse. Yeah, it's true. Not that I would have wanted a horse. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, let's put a horse on my one eighth of an acre. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and my yard, which is one sixtieth of an acre. 60th? I don't know. It's really small. It is tiny. It's a really tiny yard. Yep. Let's keep going. That's why he has a big truck, people. <laughs> Make it up for my small yard. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's move on to uh, some other things that have happened in some of those episodes. Okay. We might as well, because I've got plenty that I can talk about just in the Strange God series. So let's stay in there. How about that? Yep. So one of them was, I was talking about the Stella of Hammurabi. The Stella of Artois, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Stella Artois in Pierre. Well, this is what I said multiple times. Have you ever heard of the Stella of Hammurabi? You can think Hammurabi as the first guy that did that. He's the first Miranda. Well, as you heard, um, I had a really hard time pronouncing Hammurabi. Hammurabi? Hammurabi. Hamas Arubius. <laughs> and I have no idea why, because, you know, I studied art history. Mm-hmm. I got I got a college degree. And Your mom goes I to had college. To study, I had to study art history, and I knew that. I knew that it wasn't, when I said it, it was like, why did that come out that way? <laughs> but we were so busy talking. that Chatting. And then the second time I said it again. I think I said it that way three times. Idiot. I know. I'm a total doofus. When I got done and we were talking about doing open mic in Austin, I was like, oh, that's a prime example of what I want to change. I know how to say Hammurabi. <laughs> Hammurabi. The Stella of Hammurabi. I know how to Stella say it. Hammurabi. 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 I can say this. Okay. <laughs> so, Good work. So I fixed it. You did. I fixed it just you, now. You've done right by yourself. I've done right. I can go to bed and sleep without feeling like You're I'm like, a doofus. Man, people think I'm insecure, but man, can I say Hammer Ruby. Hammer Rabby. <laughs> well, I don't even know what I said. Hammer yeah, Rabby. Whatever it Hammer was, it was Ruby. horrible. I'm such a douchious. Douchious? That's Douchious? <laughs> douchious. That's your God name? Douchious Maximus. Lord Douchious. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. We got to keep going. Yep. Next. So another thing I was thinking about was in episode 29, um, I started talking about different terminology that we were using. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we thought we should clarify is the idea of what an idol is. This is what I said. But one of the things that we haven't really talked about is the whole concept of an idol. Oh, yeah. Okay. So an idol is basically a representation of a god or a deity. Mm -hmm. That you worship or you sacrifice to. Basically, it's a stand-in. Right. I mean, I was right on there. But there was another facet that I should have carried a little bit deeper. And that is that idols at that time weren't just symbols for a god. The people of that time actually believed 
that the gods would inhabit the idol. So like the god would like possess the 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 figurine they had. Right. Figurine or lines. pole or whatever right. it was. And usually it was a carved or smith kind of idol. Yeah. It could be made out of bronze or gold or, you know, rocks. They believe that the god would actually go in and live inside that idol. So it wasn't just a representation. Right. Mm-hmm. There's there's another thing that came up in that segment that you just played. Uh-huh. Um, you said worship, right? Right. And uh, the definition of worship, or also known as a combat ship, is a naval ship or boat that is built <laughs> primarily intended for naval warfare. Usually they belong to armed forces. Um, as well as being armed with like <laughs> cannons or like rockets or missiles or underwater stuff. That's not the kind so of worship you know, I worship, was saying. You need to clarify stuff like worship. <laughs> yeah. Dugius Maximus? <laughs> I don't know. That's, I just wanted to throw that out there. I know that's a little kind of mild kind of little caveat, but I thought that was kind of interesting mm-hmm. when I did a little more research that idols actually were supposedly inhabited by the gods. But anyway. It's so like the god lived in it. Yeah. You it's know like, yeah. what was really cool about episode 29? What? Is I came up with this pretty super dope story based on puns. That was funny. About Prince Eric and Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid, yeah. And I just want to say that I did a really good job and that was really funny. I give you major kudos yeah, super, for that. Super clever and my the, ego is super awesome. That was really fun. We should replay that right now, right here. Prince Eric is in this room. His friend comes up to him and he's like, Hey, Prince Eric, I've seen a naked lady down by the beach. And Prince Eric is like, Hey, man, I'm sorry about your lisp, but I'd love to meet her. I'll poly you down there. And then he sees her naked and he's like, Man, you a work of art, miss. There is no way this day could get any better. I'll face this way and you get dressed. And while she's getting dressed, they have a little sidebar conversation. And he's like, Hey, man, I don't know if you should be doing this. Prince Eric is like, Hey, man. I fiend her naked. There's no way she's a hermaphrodite. And he's like, yeah, but what about Hermes? And he's like, man, I don't think she has Hermes. Plus, even if I get Hermes, it's not like I'm going to die and I suspect she's a virgin. (laughs) 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 You should do little mermaid music in the background like that. Yeah, I will. That'd be funny. (laughs) The seaweed is always cleaner in somebody else's lake. What was that guy's name? Sebastian. Sebastian the lobster. Or was he a crab? He's a lobster. He's a lobster. Was he a rock lobster? (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Okay. Uh, Now I got the P52 stuck in my head. I know. It's going to be a bad episode. Yeah, I hate those hats. Hey guys, and welcome to a Strange Thing podcast, and it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Bring your jukebox money. <laughs> Bring your podcast money. <laughs> and it's as big as a whale. And Poseidon says you can go to hell. When you're sticking a basket. <laughs> Okay. That was stupid. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was good. Okay. Okay. Let's go on. Let's move on. <laughs> so another thing I wanted to clear up 
or maybe just to add a little more detailed information to, Mm -hmm. was in episode 32, which I had talked about a Neo-Babylonian empire and the Babylonian empire. And we were talking about Marduk and we were talking about the New Middle East. We were talking about these stories. And you said something about, oh, that these two gods, Tiamat and Apsu, were kind of like On and his wife. And I said, well, kind of, but they were primordial gods. This is what I said. Tiamat is also the goddess of chaos whose counterpart is Apsu, who is basically the primordial god. Before there was anything, Apsu and Tiamat were the forces that combined to form and birth all of the other gods. So they kind of parallel on um, and, and his consort. And kind of, kind of, but they, they're a little bit different too. I mean, it's weird. The Babylonians had this other construct in their pantheon. Very complex. Very yeah, confusing. it is. Well, I did a little more research because I wanted to figure that out because it felt kind of weird to me. Tiamat and Apsu were called primordial gods. Well, actually, they were pre-existent before on. They were like the primordial gods. They were the substance of the very beginning. They okay. were the creation elements. The and, gaff gods. Yeah. And so they combined and together they produced and birthed on the first god. Okay. So they preceded on who is like the king god. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I wanted to throw that out there because I was a little bit... Uh, so little... on and his wife, was it Key, I think so. Yeah, they're not primordial. No, but they're they're the shot is yes. On was the offspring of salt water and fresh water coming together in the form of Tiamat and Apsu. And Marduk slays Tiamat, goddess of chaos, in the story of the Enuma Elish. So okay. anyway, that's that's kind of how that came together. I just so, wanted to clarify that. So if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to that episode, episode 32, and, and you can kind of have a little more background. So what's primordial mean? I think primordial means before anything else existed. Let's ask Google. Hey, Google, what does primordial mean? Primordial is used as an adjective to mean existing in or from the beginning of time. Do you want to hear primordial used in a sentence? No. Nah. Okay, uh, here's another one. This one is also in episode 32, and it really bugged me. Okay. Because I love this show. Did you ever watch Battlestar Galactica? Only the, for a minute. Not the original, like from the 80s, but yeah. like the like the new make version that they had. Not yeah. enough nudity. Uh, no, there was. Well, wait, wait, there was? Well, it was more, well, okay, maybe not full-on nudity, but there was like, you know, it was pretty raunchy. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. I give it another yeah. shot. So Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> um, we were talking about it because we were talking about, well, I'll just play the clip. But this idea that people create gods, gods create people, and it's like this circular loop. You remember the, uh, what is it, Battlestar Galactica? Mm. And the whole thing is that they're tracing this down and they finally find these like uh, replicants, not replicants, what do they call them? Um, clones. Mm -hmm. And these clones, through multiple generations, eventually become human Mm -hmm. and start having kids. And then that is the birth of the human race, which eventually creates robots, which eventually create clones, which eventually become humans. 
I knew the right name. I just couldn't think of it on the fly. The right name for the clones was not clones. It was Cylons. Yep, I remember that. It was the Cylons. <clears throat> and so I said clones describing it. Oh, yeah, they're clones. No, no, no. That was Star Wars. <laughs> Cylons. Cylons. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. That reminded me of The Office. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what episode or whatever, but there's an episode where Jim starts uh, like clocking every time Dwight does something personal. Because Dwight says he doesn't do anything personal work. Right. So he starts clocking like his yawns and his you know, arguments. Anything personal. Anything personal. <laughs> so to antagonize Dwight, Jim goes over to another coworker. <laughs> And starts talking about, did you watch Battlestar Galactica last night? I think I remember that. And he says, it's about some guy named like uh, something Dumbledore trying to take a ring back to Mordor. And it gets a little crazy with all the monsters. So he's like purposefully trying to like say the wrong words. He's saying all the wrong words about there's Wookiees and Gremlins or something. Hey, Andy. Ew. By any chance, did you see Battlestar Galactica last night? No, I did not. Is that any good? Actually not. It is really so-so. Okay. I mean, I like all the crazy monsters and stuff. You know, like Klingons and Wookiees and all that. But, sorry, was there something you wanted to add, Dwight? Is that anything like the original Battlestar Galactica? You know what's weird? It's practically a shot-for-shot remake. Really? Huh. That's cool. The story's kind of bland. It's about this guy named Dumbledore Calrissian oh, okay. who needs to return the ring back to Mordor. <sighs> really? It's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> I love that. That was a great it's show. It's a good show. <laughs> it was really good. Okay. So just trying to think of a few other things that maybe happened in those Strange Gods episodes. Um, one of the things that I was thinking about was... We had mentioned somehow, and, and it was probably in episode 32, when maybe I was getting almost on the verge of being a little bit preachy. Oh, no, you? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I was thinking about how, um, you know, I'd heard this saying, and I did, couldn't remember where it came from, that basically inside of each of us is a God-shaped vacuum or void. Oh, yeah, you remember God. Yeah, yeah. The vacuum commercial. Right, right. We did that little spoof on it. Hi, my name's Dyson Kirby Hoover, and I'm here to sell you the product of your life. Is it windy out today? Is it dusty out today? I can see a little dust on that carpet, and I can suck the dust devils right out of your life with <laughs> gods. <laughs> Something like that, you know. Well, um, I wanted to figure out where that came from, because I'd heard it from multiple people, but I knew it had to have a source. So I Googled it because mm-hmm. that's the source of most of our information, it seems Google, like. Google, Wikipedia, <laughs> yeah, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> and I found out it was actually from a guy named Blaise Pascal, who was Blaise, born in 1623. Okay. Yep. And he died in 1662 in Paris. But he was a French mathematician and physicist and religious philosopher, and he was a master of prose. Whoa. But anyway, he's the one that first came up with that saying, which is, there's a God-shaped vacuum in the heart of each man which cannot be satisfied by any created thing, but only by God the creator. Blaise Pascal. There you go. Yeah. What's a master of prose? I think somebody who's really good at prose. Like 
positive things. Yeah, he's not like he's yeah. not a con artist. No, he's no, no, a pro no. Artist. He's a master of pros. Okay, because master of pros to means like the best of the best. Like I'm a professional wrestler, and he's like a master of professional wrestlers. Yeah, you could be a master of professional wrestlers. You could be a master debater. You could be all. <gasps> you could be all nice. kinds of master of the universe. <laughs> okay. You know, another thing I was thinking about when you were talking about Loki and you were talking about you kind of accidentally got into the whole sex thing when you Googled whether or not yeah, whether or not Loki had sex with his mother and it was no, he just had Horny sex Loki with a horse sex. after he turned himself yeah. into a female horse and anyway, he got pregnant as a dude, but as a horse female. Anyway, it was a weird mm-hmm. thing. And in episode 30, we got talking about how... There are all these connections to aliens, UFOs, Bigfoot, this reoccurring theme of sex, whether it's reproduction or sexual probing or diddling. Right. And we talked a lot about how, you know, that the Watchers came or the Nephilim and they came down and they had sex with women and created these offspring called the Nephilim. Mm -hmm. And we got into this whole weed thing. Mm -hmm. And one thing... (laughs) In the weeds. Okay. Yeah, not weed. But one thing that occurred to me about that whole topic, like we mentioned in many of the podcasts, the whole storyline behind much of the pantheon gods is about their infidelities mm-hmm. and their sexual conquests no, it's and, coming down to get down yeah boink oh, things yeah. and have you know offsprings and they were like all kinds of weird offspring but mm-hmm. anyway um we talked about in that episode in episode 30 we talked about how these creatures possibly were born of these gods or the Elohim and then lost their bodies and they were basically debodied spirits. Mm-hmm. And the, the spirits were looking for homes. See, that's the weird thing. It's like mm-hmm. uh, we talked about in the first few episodes, a cow, mm-hmm. you know, yep. cows getting uh, reamed out for their sexual organs. Yep. And some cows, in one story we talked about, has like a baby that's a Sasquatch. Yeah, a surrogate. Or maybe it was a Minotaur. A surrogate yeah. mother for uh, some kind of offspring that was not in like with its kind. Yep. Like a crab without a shell. Yeah, kind of like that. But they're floating around, uh, maybe multidimensional, so you don't really see them in our dimension because, you know, you can't. Mm-hmm. They're spirit. But that maybe they're there. And one thing we didn't quite equate this to, which I thought maybe we should have, is the whole idea of possession. Mm. Because right now, across the world, possession is at its, I mean, it's huge. So many reported cases of people being possessed by evil spirits. Crazy. And like if you're in Russia right now, it's a huge thing going on where a lot of people are being, you know, exercised by the Orthodox Church Mm -hmm. in that area and trying to get rid of these evil spirits that are possessing people and people are ending up dead. Uh, Families are like beating up their supposedly possessed (gasps) family member and killing them in awful ways. I just read an article about that. It was like, ugh, so awful. Third world countries, there's a lot of demon possession. And even in America now, the Catholic Church cannot train enough people to exercise demons. You know what demon possession sounds like? What? 
Der Mann ist das Apfel, das Apfel ist gut. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a really crazy... Oh, you choked yourself up. I did. Yeah. But the man eats the apple and the apple is good. <laughs> well, the whole idea of possession is really creepy. And there are a lot of movies about it. There's a lot of stories about it. I mean, Google it. And, you know, if you want to get yourself creeped out, you can watch exorcisms. You can watch people that are supposedly possessed. Is it Annalise Michelle, the German girl that was possessed? And Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. well documented. Creepy. Yeah, there's some really <laughs> weird things. But even now, there's all this video stuff on you can find on YouTube where people are being possessed and and it's scary. I mean, it's creepy. Don't watch it alone at night because it'll freak you out. Or do and be <laughs> freaked out. But it makes me think. It makes me think, okay, is that a proof for this idea of these disembodied spirits looking for a home? Is that what possession actually is? Mm-hmm. And you know, you look at like the biblical stories of like people being possessed and, you know, getting them cast out of people. Yeah, like the we talked to I think we talked about it before where the Jesus casts the demons out of this guy and they go and, to the pigs and the, and the demons are like let's go into the pigs. And no, then, he yeah, he permits them to go into the pigs, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, you go to the pigs and then they go to the pigs and the pigs actually end up Yeah, they run suicide. yeah, they run down off a cliff and into the water and drown. Like a like a bunch of them like thousands of pigs. Thousands of piggies? Yeah, it says we are legion or something like that. So there's like, mm. it wasn't just like one, a legion. It probably sounded like, like a really high number. legion. Or <laughs> <laughs> and they all ran away. And yeah, it was, I mean, <laughs> sound effects That's choked me up. That's bad for your throat. Yeah, it is. So I know this is getting crazy. This is way down <laughs> the rabbit hole. But uh, just bear with me for a minute. So you have these creatures now that are disembodied from their flesh and they exist in spiritual form trapped in this realm, in this dimension because they're not fully Elohim, they're half Elohim. And then they are trapped here without bodies. So then fast forward 2000 years, you have Jesus coming on the scene and Jesus talks about these evil spirits that he casts out of people. Mm-hmm. So like the the guy that he casts a legion of spirits out of and they right. run into the pigs and they run down and drown themselves. Yeah. So you have this whole narrative of these disembodied Elohim hybrids that are looking for homes to dwell in. Sasquatches. It's something to think about. I'm not... I'm not saying that that's what it is, matter-of-factly. I'm just saying it is titillating. Titillating? It is titillating okay. to, to think about these kinds of things with what we experience now in culture. And because we have such good communication across the world, we can get on YouTube and we can see things that are happening in Russia or in South America right. or wherever. The idea of the devil, evil incarnate, has irresistible symbolic force. And the character of Lucifer inhabits our greatest literature from Paradise Lost to Faust. But what about the devil not as a symbol, but as an actual willful being, a fallen angel in Christian belief that can not only affect human events, but enter human bodies? Tonight, we go inside the controversial and extraordinary rite of exorcism. Demons exist whether you believe in them or not. 
But exorcism is more, much more, than just fodder for horror flicks. It is one of the most dramatic, profoundly moving, and profoundly controversial of all religious practices. Oh, no! Leave. No! No! Leave now, I command you. And in real life, this rare footage shows what actually happens in an exorcism. Oh, don't let her go. Stop! Stop it! You see these video segments of these strange things going on, and you wonder, you want somehow to plug them into something that makes some kind of rational sense. Right, and it, and it kind of is... People will believe in the Bible or whatever, or into, you know, voodoo or mm-hmm. something where they can summon spirits or spirits are a real thing. And it kind of gets dismissed like, oh, that was a long time ago. Well, yeah. it doesn't happen. But yeah. then nowadays, like if you Google, there's some creepy stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And there's some creepy things that you can find where people are actually acting like subhuman. Yeah, or something's going on. Like there's something yeah. paranormal and it could be some kind of disease. You know, there's some kind of right. psycho phenomenon. And you hear on. stories about people playing with Ouija boards and then they, they're in a living room and a lamp's getting thrown mm-hmm. at them and they, they have to call the police because they don't know what's going on in their house and there seems to be some kind of weird supernatural thing going on in their house. Maybe 200, 300 years ago, whatever, that would have been documented as poltergeist mm-hmm. or whatever. And now it's an earthquake thing. But I don't know. <laughs> it's an earthquake thing. But maybe there's a little bit of a connection between some of these weird... Well, you know, it's yeah. weird. It's like I told you about that TV series that's out called Evil. Mm-hmm. And I watched a couple episodes. I can't find it anywhere. Yeah, it hasn't. I, I mean, it. I think when COVID happened, it hasn't come back on yet. I don't know why. Probably should do a little research on that. But that was one thing I really appreciated about Evil, Mm -hmm. is they were like trying to get people to analyze the possible reasons why these things take place. One was that people had some kind of psychotic break, Mm -hmm. or there was some kind of natural scientific explanation Mm -hmm. for what's going on. They had a mental illness. And then that's juxtaposed with this priest who's trying to say, no, these are supernatural things. And it's funny because both were challenged. The priest was challenged by the lady who was trying to say everything was scientific. And the scientific person was challenged because she couldn't explain everything scientifically and was being forced to. Yes. And so it's kind of... Syncretism. Kind of a syncretism in psychological thought. (laughs) But it was really kind of a fun way to think about the... Well, I say fun. It's satisfying because... Maybe you don't have the answer, but you have options for finding an answer. Right. Yeah. And it, it was really good. I hope they continue that series. Yeah. I really like the the episode I watched. This lady is, I think, kind of the main character. Mm-hmm. She goes to bed and this demon yeah. shadow person yeah. comes out of nowhere. Uh-huh. But crawls up the under way, the covers in her bed. Yeah, he does it in a creepy way, but yeah, yeah, yeah. when you first see him, he comes out of the shadows. Yeah. And it's almost like he wasn't there, and then you're like, oh, he was there. Uh-huh. It was like a cool kind of transition between... It was really well done. Yeah. And then... Is and then, she dreaming, or is it yeah, real? And then it all oh, yeah. goes away. Yeah. And 
the the entity that was in her room ends up peeing on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of ends with her wondering if it was him peeing on the floor, or if the window was open, or was the, rain, the window yeah. open and the rain came in, and, left and the water she just has this weird like moment of I don't know what happened. Yeah, she's trying to explain it scientifically as a condition where she's basically having these dreams while asleep, sleep paralysis, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. We don't want to give it all away, but if you get a chance, Gotta watch that. It. If you're so inclined, if you're creeped out by that kind of stuff, well. Like we used to say, watch it anyway, and then talk to your counselor. If you're creeped out about it, then just (laughs) don't watch it. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff when we talked about strange gods that kind of lent itself to many other topics that we had talked about in, you know, in the podcast that we've been recording now for what, a year and a half? Yep. And it seems crazy. It's been a good ride. I'd kind of like to go back through all of those episodes and pull out things and do occasionally do one of these open mic in Austin sessions. Yeah. And we should, we could do a whole season of episodes mm-hmm. on our cattle mutilation sink because that was rough. That was rough. And it was our first ones, you know. And, you know, I listened to two of them here this last week and they aren't as bad as you think. I thought they were actually pretty Maybe good. Maybe I should re listen to them. Yeah. I mean, they were I not liked the like X Files intros and stuff. Those yeah. were really good. We need to get back to that. Yeah. Are you at all familiar with the phenomenon of cattle mutilations? Since 1967, over 34 states have reported unsolved cases of cattle mutilation. The trace evidence is remarkably similar. Incision marks of surgical precision. The area around the mouth and often the sexual organs has been removed. There's a substantial degree of blood loss without a trace of blood at the scene. How can that be? Exsanguination. If you were to stick a needle in the jugular of any living creature, the heart itself would act as a pump. These animals have had their jugulars punctured in the same way as the man from Greenwich, Connecticut. Only this is the first time I've ever seen it on a human being. But there was no sign of a struggle. I mean, how can a man just sit through a bloodletting? The ME found traces of digitalis. That's a South American plant that can be used as a paralytic drug. Wait a minute. These X-Files indicate this is a UFO-related phenomenon. Often there are sightings in the sky near the incident, surface burns. Witnesses often report time loss. We've seen this in abduction cases. That might explain why the girl can't remember anything. Mulder, why would alien beings travel light years to Earth in order to play doctor on cattle? For the same reason we cut up frogs and monkeys. Besides, they seem to have stepped up their inch, stepped up their inch, stepped up their inch, stepped up their inch. And, you know, one thing was kind of cool is that we were so new mm-hmm. and we just threw stuff out there. And I like that. Jibber I think jibber. now we're kind of more reserved. I well, think we got to get back to the fun. We have 48 listeners. So we're we're kind of like got a little clout, you know? We yeah, little, we're like over. We yeah. got more than 10 now. So that's so a big deal. Like, yeah. yeah, we got to look good. You know what I'm saying? And I, I would like to... Maybe use these open mic sessions to also, and Austin, um, use these to like maybe revisit some of those topics. Mm -hmm. If there's like a small update and then we can like update things like new happenings. Like I know for a fact that there have been more cattle mutilations since Mm -hmm. we did that initial kickoff episode. Gosh, what? September of 2019? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. 
And then we did the story about a strange thing in the woods and we recorded while we were around the fire and stuff. Hey guys. <laughs> hey guys. So this is Mike. And Austin. And we are out in the wilderness. With a bottle of scotch. By the campfire. Taking it easy. What time is it? 10 o'clock, 10.30? It is 10.05. 10.05. We are up in the mountains. We've been hunting all day. We are thinking about something pretty cool, which is a podcast that we're going to do in the near future. An episode of a podcast. An episode of a podcast <laughs> called A Strange Thing in the Woods. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. We need to do that more. Well, hunting season's coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now it's turkeys and bears coming up. Mm-hmm. I got a bear bait. I'm planning on doing. That sounds weird. Bear bait. I'm about to bear bait so hard. Sounds like jail bait. Jail bait, bear bait. <laughs> 30 year old. You don't have the right permit. You could go to jail. Yes. True. Yeah. I guess. But we could go up there. I mean, that's when we did our mm-hmm. first. Yep. Up in the woods. Yep. Mm-hmm. Strange thing in the woods. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know what the stories were going to be. Yeah, so we fun. had to just kind of do and forth. like fake intros yep. for each one. But That we didn't was know. really good. Two thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. That was kind of fun. Done kind of tongue in cheek. It was good. Yep. Um, you know, speaking of doing something strange like that. Um, we kind of got a challenge. Did you see on our Facebook page, somebody said, hey, you guys need to go to this place in Tonopah, Nevada? No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. There's a place down there. It's called the Clown Motel. Okay. In Tonopah, Nevada. Is it like a creepy hotel? Or? Creepy clown motel in Tonopah, Nevada. They have like 31 rooms. They're all clown themed. Each one guaranteed to have at least two clown type of things in each room. Like... Clown people, clown pictures, clown mannequins, but not clown. like not like actual clowns that I don't like know come into your room in the middle of the night. I don't know because that could end in death. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It could kill somebody yeah, over if that. we were packing. Yeah, that could be dangerous. But yeah, I think we need to go to Tonopah and stay the night in the clown motel. That'd be funny. Now I know the person that sent the challenge out. This was my sister Nancy, Nancy. who saw it somewhere else on Facebook and shared it and said, "Hey, you guys need to check this out. I think we should. We need to practice our clown impressions, and we should show up as clowns and then figure out where the clowns are sleeping and then creep on the clowns. I'm not going to dress up like a clown. You, you they don't you they do don't creep every me day, Mister Loafers. Okay, I'll go as myself, the clown of myself. But I do not like dressing like clowns. I don't even like clowns. I, they don't scare me. They don't scare me. Other but than I don't like faking. Them. Yeah, they're just like oh, they're weird. Why would anybody want to dress? I up always like think that? it'd be funny to be like. <laughs> yeah, I like their horns. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're horny. Yeah, yep, I like to squeeze their horns. But what the. <laughs> Yeah, they're, I mean, they're okay. They're part of Americana or, or I don't know, maybe not even Americana. Maybe they're yeah, we worldwide. We should study the history of clowns. Ooh, that would be a weird episode. That would be it? a good episode. We could do that and top yeah. it off with our <laughs> Hey, kids. <laughs> we should get like weird things like our hats could squirt water on them and they'd be like, oh, I was expecting a flower. I like that. I we like should really mess with these guys. Well, and then we could go down there and that could be our like, you know, our highlight is staying the night in the clown motel, mm-hmm. which is supposedly right across the street or right next door to an old cemetery, mm. which is basically filled with miners in the mines. Uh, it would have been cooler if you said mimers, because it would be like clowns versus mimes. 
Hey, you could have been like, <laughs> this is me being a mime. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Nobody's, nobody, <laughs> they can't see. I'm being a mime. <laughs> <laughs> He's like pretending to be mine. And He's like, moving my hands hey, around. Nobody can see you. Why are you acting like such a clown? You know what would be funny is if you were a mime on one side and then a clown on the other. So you could like pretend, 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 and then people would come up to you and then you'd be like, <laughs> like that. On or the they other could side. say, What are you? And you'd say, A clown mime. What? <laughs> you could do it even better and be like, Mime a clown. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. But yeah, so you get the idea. I think we should go there. That would be fun. That would be weird and fun. That would we be should fun. get my wife to go there and yeah. just record oh, her. Oh, we could take both of our wives. Yeah, and be like, this is a great hotel, I heard. Yeah, you get a room and we'll dun, get a room. Dun, dun. We'll get next door. Maybe they'll have a joining door that opens. <laughs> Your mom doesn't get very scared, though. I bet you she does. And if she did, it would be like really scary. <laughs> and now your wife, I think she It would scared. be like a whole thing. And she's like a trained vocalist. So when she screams, it would be like blood curdling. But it would be in perfect. Glass breaking. Perfect pitch amazing. And perfect cue. Yeah, it would be like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the windows would explode and the wine glasses would break. Well, I just got to say, hey, Nancy, thank you for giving us that idea. I think we're going to pull this off. And we've had a lot of people on our Facebook page uh, say, yeah, you guys should do this. Yeah, let's do it. And then other ones doing memes, you know, of like, N- hell no. <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> hell to the no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be great. Well, you know, other things that we could do this year, if we're going to go to Tonopah, Tonopah, that's fairly close to that cave that we wanted to go to that Love has Luck. Love Luck Cave and also where those really old petroglyphs are. Mm-hmm. So we could like cover like two or three bases down there yep. in Nevada. Well, I think we've got enough here for an episode. I hope you've enjoyed our first ever kickoff episode of Open Mike and Austin. <laughs> yeah. And we hope that we'll be able to do these more often. Just kind of little touch up things. Yeah. Cover some stuff. Kind of gives us a break, too, where we don't yeah, have to do come up with new and, research. And mm-hmm. and we can kind of chit-chat around and then just mm-hmm. pull out segments that would be more fun to listen to for you guys. Yeah, we should do... I think we could also do things like... Because we've got, like, a backlog of, like, outtakes that we could put together. And, uh, you know, play some of those funny moments that we have. And, you know, maybe even some sad moments. I think it just would be, like, a theme that every once in a while we just do an open mic in Austin show. Yeah. Just when we don't have a lot of content, but we got a lot of backed up content Mm. or things to touch on. Yeah. um, We can kind of go through them and I bet you'll become more polished too over time. Yeah. And we'll have fun. You know, it's mainly about, it's like we say, we're hacks. We don't do this because we're pros and we're trying to make lots of money. We do this for fun. And if it's fun to do these open mics occasionally, which it is, because like you said, we don't have to do a lot of prep. And especially when life is busy and crazy, it's a lot easier to listen to an episode or two from the past and like pick out things that you wish maybe you'd done differently. Right. So that's what we're going to do. Well, you know, let's, let's quit beating around the bush. Let's, let's close this sucker off and get this done so we can have an episode out, you know, instead of three weeks down the road, we'll just have one two weeks down the road. All righty then. (laughs) It sounds good. So join us next time for some cold drinks and, and some, some strange strange conversation taters taters <laughs>